So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. The second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Been erroneous reports. People questioning my loyalty to him. That is absurd. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, if I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster, I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up. And you can thank me later in the group chat. What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday. And welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. On today's show, we're going to be gearing up for the fantasy playoffs. And I'll tell you something I've been gearing up for quite a while. That's the return of my tag team partner. You know him as the man of the hour and the man with the power, Jerry Sinclair. What's up, buddy? Randall Young, it is good to be back, my friend. I had a little bit of a 10-hour drive back to Michigan over the holidays, and that set me back some, but always good to be here. We are in crunch time for everybody grinding for the playoffs, so I am sweating Sunday night football as we talk. Yeah, back in the day when you were a younger man at the uh, the club, grinding was a good thing. Grinding in fantasy football is uh, can, can, cannot be – it's a different kind of fun. So, um, so how are you doing in your leagues? I'll, I'll tell you where this question's coming from in a second, but I know you're in the Scott Fishbowl. Um, we'll, we'll jump into that in just a second. How about this? I'll, I'll just get the plug in out of the way. You pull up the Scott Fishbowl. You tell us where you're at with uh, Monday night to go. And speaking of Monday night to go, you're like, well, well, was it Monday two days ago? Kinda. See, if you were watching live on YouTube, if you were subscribed on YouTube, Dynasty Warzone, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, it was uh, streamed live on at Dynasty Warzone. You could have had this show, and we're glad you're here for the for the podcast version, the all audio version. Maybe you're listening on your way to work, at work, just finished work, working out, all the work, getting that work in. But if you want to get the show early, or in case we have to, due to our our schedules, record early, you would have this early at 
Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. It'd mean a ton to Jerry and I if you slid over to YouTube, subscribe to the show. And if you if you were subscribed, not only would you have had Jerry and I for about an hour, right after we're done, the guys of the Dynasty War Games, they normally record on Sunday anyway. So going to be a big week here in the Dynasty War Zone. So please rate, review, and subscribe everywhere, especially Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Just search Dynasty War Zone. Help your boys out. There you go, Jerry. Short, sweet, concise, compact. And uh, I'm ready to know how you are doing in the Scott Fishbowl. Now, you are one of three members of the Dynasty War Zone family still in the Scott Fishbowl. You are the middle member. Our boy Tyler from the Daily Destroyer. Tyler and his co-host Lou do the Daily Destroyer that usually drops on Sundays. That's the Daily DFS podcast. He was like in around like that 700 range. And then uh, then our boy Neil, and if you're not following Neil, um, I know his Twitter handle is NRG and a bunch of, it almost looks like a bot's handle, Jerry. A little bit. Like, Australians, like, you can't trust him. Well, it's NRG in like five digits, and that really makes me feel like it's some kind of like spam bot that's just there to uh, wreck the United States elections. But it is our boy, Neil. Uh, I tweeted it out from the Dynasty Warzone channel on Twitter the other day, and then I retweeted it from DWZ Memphis. Go find Neil. Root him on. He was like 200. 200 out of 1,200 left. And then right there in between Tyler and uh, Tyler and Neil and an old man witch, it's our boy, Jerry Sinclair. You were like, what, 600? Uh, yep. Yep, right around there. And... Uh- the projected cut line was 270 points. You had like 150-something. Break it down, man. How is week 13 treating you? How are you looking going into week 14? Uh, talk about injuries. Talk about buys. What is in front of Jerry Sinclair on his on his way to Scott Fishbowl greatness? So I just looked it up, and it looks like all three of us are on pace to move on to the next round. Um, but I had a rough week. So I have Kenneth Walker. I don't know the exact seriousness of it. He uh, jammed see- his ankle per uh, per Pete Carroll. I don't know if that means broke. I don't know if that means strained. I don't I don't know what the, he jammed. I've I've jammed a finger. I've never jammed and I've I've had yeah, a jam session, but I've never jammed an ankle. I, I think we need to get NBA you, uh, jam with it with a jam session jam. on here. So that that will set me back a little bit. Um, I also had Traylon Burks get hurt. He was like my wide receiver four or something. So I just, I think it was either the first or the second week I even played him. Luckily, he at least got a touchdown, which was good enough to get me through. And I got Christian Watson on bye next week. So I have made it, but it is going to be tough sledding. I think there's one more week of the bottom 10%. So maybe I can slide in because I have a decent average. And to move on, they take the average that you've got on the season plus the week total. And then he does it that way, which is super nice of him. But eventually it's going to start cutting down big chunks. And I'm going to need to get some healthy players back. The good news is Josh Jacobs is an absolute animal. Saquon has come back and I have Patrick Mahomes. So I just need those guys to do things. Um, Just like every other one of my leagues, though, tight ends do absolutely dog shit. I had Mike Gusecki get me a big old fat donut, which is awesome. At this point, I'm starting two kickers every week. Hey, uh, I've got Greg the leg, and I think he got me like 24 or something this week. Graham Gano does good. Listen, I'll take a kicker over a tight end every single week in this format if I could. Yeah, if, if you don't have one of the big 
hell at this point, if you don't have Kelsey, Kelsey, I mean, you're really you know rolling the dice each and every week. There for a yeah. while, like at the beginning of the season, you were able to say Kelsey or Kittle or Waller or Andrews. You know, with with Kittle going to be limited, we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, Waller has been non-existent and then went on IR. And even though even though Mark Andrews has come back from his shoulder injury, oh, and I forgot Dallas Goddard. He was playing well, too, and he got wrecked. So yeah. it's been rough out there in those tight end streets. But, man, we're rooting for you. I want to see all three of you make it to the – now, what's it chopped down to? It chops down from 1,200 to what? So – uh, we go to 1200 and then it'll go top thousand. Yes. Okay. So we got to keep these guys in our T's and P's. And then um, it cuts in half after next week. So that's, that's the big cutoff. So you, you guys have got to make, Hey, now are you going to uh, be active in the, the waiver wire? Obviously with Kenneth Walker going down with Jimmy Garoppolo going down, Lamar Jackson going down. Do you have any fab left and what is your strategy with your remaining fab, because this could be very important, not only for Scott Fishbowl, but potentially for like some shallower FFPC leagues where like you typically roster less guys than say what we do in our patron leagues over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. So, so what's your fab situation look like? Um, I am pretty sure I'm in good shape. I will likely just use all of it on somebody. Cause my, my, I have Patrick Mahomes, right? Great. Kenny Pickett is Pretty meh. So I might just blow it all on a quarterback. And and, and that way I can have another one. Because um, at this point, what, what why am I going to dilly-dally and just spend a couple of fabs and try and win it when I can just spend all of the money I got? Because how likely is it really that I'm going to use any of it? And it's not like cell phone minutes in 2004. Those boys don't roll over to next year. So I'm just going to blow them all, my friend. Well, I, I would be looking intently at Tyler Huntley. If I had to pick anybody yeah, that I bet on the wire, he, he would be the one I would go all in on. He played real well in relief of Lamar last week. I think there would have been a larger rush to have gotten Lamar back for next week's game if they hadn't have won today. I kind of feel like they stole one there in the, the last seconds of Such that game. game. Uh, uh friend of the show, uh, Anand Naduri from the Roto Underworld Network, he tweeted out that if you watch that game, you may be uh, due compensation from the NFL because that dude was a horrible, horrible game to watch. Well, good. If you're listening to this, it's Wednesday. You should send Jerry a DM, DM at Jerry send DWZ at FF Tyler O. And I, go find Neil's Twitter handle. Tweet these guys and say, hey, who'd you get in fab? How, how'd it shake out for you? And good luck to you in the Scott Fishbowl. But, uh, Jerry, are you ready for uh, good people meh tweets? Okay. All right. We're, we're, we're switching it up a little bit. Let's do it. Well, because well, we were recording this show impromptu. So, again, this is recorded live on Sunday, Wednesday podcast, but – also, um, we get interesting chats. We got a little bit of a sex bot action. We, 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 <laughs> we, we do have Sundays sex is the time. See, this is this is why the uh, the war games guys do it on Sunday. They get all the love like this. I mean, apparently they're <laughs> like, "Hey, gorgeous, uh, how how you doing?" Must uh, must feed you know Jesse's ego. Mm-hmm. But, but but good people, mad tweet. So I tweeted out on Sunday. I'm like, let's just take Mahomes and Allen off the 
off the table. And then, you know, in the AFC North, you've got Lamar, Deshaun Watson didn't didn't look great. No. Nope. Uh first game back. Um, but then you've also got Herbs, and, you know, who, who hasn't done anything yet. Trevor Lawrence today, who looked like his knee got literally ripped off against your Lions. Yeah. And uh, like a true dog came back out there and, and finished that game. But man, where do you rank Lamar? Not only from a fantasy football standpoint, but from a like a real football standpoint, because that dude's still going to want $250 million. And here's my concern. If you're a Ravens fan, if you're a Lamar fan, if Baltimore couldn't win it or make hay in the playoffs with him on a rookie contract, how the hell are they going to do anything with him on a big money veteran extension? Jerry, what are your thoughts on Lamar? Uh, it's it's tough, right? He's going to get paid. Like I, I just can't foresee in a situation where the Ravens decide they want to just call it quits on him and then go with somebody else, some unknown. But is it going to pay off? Like I don't, I don't know. I I would probably suggest no. It, it, he's he's super frustrating to own, especially if you've never done it, because everybody has all seen Lamar Jackson win other people fantasy championships when he had his unbelievable MVP season. Like it, I was talking to my buddy earlier in the season, I was saying, you know, cause Lamar came out and he was guns blazing, right? Like he was winning weeks the first couple of weeks. And I was like, all right, well, he's going to be frustrating to have because you're going to get to those division games and he's going to get you 13 points and you're going to be pissed off that you didn't trade him for a shitload. And he's in last place in the league. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. He's sometimes he looks like he is the best player in the NFL and other times he's easy to scheme against. So I don't, he's going to get paid and I think he's going to be a Raven. I don't think it's going to result in a Super Bowl championship for them. And he is a minorly frustrating quarterback to own in dynasty. Like you're, you're not upset that you have Lamar Jackson, but also he's not Mahomes and he's not going to be Mahomes. I mean, at this point, he's not even Justin Fields, but Justin Fields is going to, you know, event, eventually water is going to find his level on him and the green bays and the Vikings and the lions are going to be able to settle in just like everyone in the, uh, the Ravens division did. So I'm, I'm probably more optimistic on him than you are, but, I am on the same line of thinking that you are. Well, well, for me, it, it just it comes down to fantasy points. And one of, I mean, I, I love to share resources here on the show with the listener. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to is the Dream Preview Podcast. They break down sports betting. It's about a, they're anywhere from two to four hours. It drops on Thursday. And they literally go through just about every game from a Vegas perspective. And one thing that these guys have theorized and to a degree, um, it's starting to catch up with with Jalen Hurts in division. And that's the more that you see of guys that play a unique style of game, like Lamar Jackson, like Jalen Hurts, like eventually Justin Fields. It, it catches up to them. And unlike other quarterbacks where you know they've they've been able to up their game in other areas, it doesn't feel like Lamar has. And, and you were spot on your your guesstimate, if you will, your guesstimate of Lamar's performance early in the season 
weeks one through four, so the first four weeks of the season, Lamar was QB1, averaging 28.8 points per game. Since then, since week five, week five through today, excuse me, through last week, today has not been factored into the rankings yet. So weeks five through week 12, he was the QB 16, averaging 15 points a game. Houston, yeah. Houston, we, we have trouble. Yeah. Um, I think his name still carries a, a lot of cachet Absolutely. in the dynasty circles. If you were a contender, you had been using Lamar and you just lost him. It's not come out. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did say that it was, is it John? John. John. Jim's the one that's uh, taken Michigan back-to-back years to the national uh, championship uh, uh, tournament. Uh, uh, uh. I, dude, I'm, I, I went to Ball they're State. So no, I went to Ball good. State. They're not good. So, <laughs> so, so John Harbaugh came out after the game and said, "Hey, he's he's not uh, not a season ender. Uh, they don't know what the extent of the damage is. But if you were a contender again, maybe next week you're trying to get in the playoffs or jockey for seeding. What do you who who and what are you looking to move Lamar for? So, so what are you doing with Lamar?" Well, what, let me let me ask you a question. You, you're going to want a quarterback. So, what kind of range of quarterback are you looking for? I, I know you well, don't Jeremy, say have Lawrence. My, I, you're not allowed to say Trevor Lawrence, though, because I know well, I know that's on there. I I, I mean I, I have my opinion. I'll, I'll tell you what. So I I obviously uh, wrote the show sheet. So I've I've got to give you a minute to get caught up. I mean, you know, you're not going to get any of the obvious huge dudes. I would no. love to get I would love to get Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'll, this this will sound bat shit crazy and, and maybe i am but can i get geno smith now first of all let me let me start over i would be targeting non-contenders hey guys okay. it's a it's a super flex league you're not contending you have geno smith i need a qb but i've got to use your first to get my qb of the future right mr or mrs non-contender why don't you give me geno and your non-contenders first, and maybe I can scour their lineup for another a piece, you know, a piece that may help me give like a Jamal Williams, a Corderell Patterson, you know, it sounds like a really shitty package, you know, but I think I, I think Gino's going to have a job. I, I did a podcast last week for the patrons talking about QBs that I'm targeting, QBs that I think will get an extra year. And I think Geno is going to be at the top of that list. As a matter of fact, I, th- I think Seattle signs Geno maybe to a two-year extension and uses all that draft capital from Denver to go out. Now, currently they have like the second or third overall pick. I think it's the third. Maybe hard to pass up, you know, C.J. Stroud. But if someone else wants to trade up for that pick, if you're Seattle, and you can continue to to turn that Russell Wilson into a bunch of picks, then – then go for it. But, I mean, does that sound crazy? Geno Smith, a, a top six pick in a super flex, and like maybe like another ancillary piece to, to help a contender, especially like in a league you're in where, where we start 12. Two QBs, two tight ends, and then eight positional players. Thoughts? Um, I, Initially, yeah, it sounds batshit crazy. But what – it, is there a chance that Lamar is going to return to what we saw a few years ago? And I would say no. I I, I just I simply don't foresee that happening. I I, I, I and unless his passing game and, and first of all, it's not just on him. 
they would have well, to add significant more hardware to that offense because because Mark Andrews and I'm sorry I, I know I've I've been the anti Rashad Bateman guy forever and you've been on that train with me. You know I don't have my soundboard hooked up, but there's the Happy Gilmore drop. There's a problem. You're not any good, and I don't know whether or not Rashad Bateman is actually good or not. But he's been injury. Been, I don't say injury prone, but he's been injured two of the last two seasons. I mean, he's and missed, even when, even when he hasn't, he hasn't been good. So and, I, I and mean, what about Lamar? Speaking of injured, yeah. he missed a bunch of games last and, year. They end up and, shutting and, him down. And what makes Lamar good? His ability to run. And Lamar doesn't slide. Like like Lamar will take some hits too. So it, that is always going to be an issue. So like. Like I said earlier, like if you have Lamar Jackson, you're you're not upset because he's he's good enough. I if I'm going to try and trade him, I think his name cachet is worth more than Geno Smith plus. I think it's somebody else plus. But that said, depending on the first, I think you're in fine shape because I do think there are a couple options that are at least worth taking that risk on in in this upcoming draft class. So. I don't know. Personally, I'd probably target somebody else than Gino. Like, it, like if I could get Justin Fields, I'm doing it. And, and yeah, I think you're not, you're not getting Justin Fields though. I, not right now. Absolutely, absolutely. But, going after Justin Fields feels like you're trying to trade in like a 2019 Porsche for a 2022. I mean, you, you, it's the same thing. I just got the newer version, so why would I reset yeah. the odometer and go backward? Yeah, J- Justin Fields is like. Dogecoin when it was like 25 cents. Like it it might get you up a little bit more, but at some point it's going to come crashing back down and you need to get out of it before it does, just like Lamar did. And so that's that's a bit of a risky play too. But like, are you going to do Kenny Pickett in that same pick? No, because here's the reason why I'm, I'm going after Gino. Okay. Is you can sell Gino to that opposing GM and say, listen, you know, I, he's the short-term play. You're selling that narrative. Hey, Seattle's got it's, the third overall it's an, pick. It's an easier trade to make. I will give you that. Because sure. if, if if you look at the current draft order, it's Houston 101. They're probably going to go Bryce Young. Chicago is the 102. They're probably going to go Will Anderson. Although if I was Chicago, I'd find a QB desperate team, let them leapfrog ahead of Seattle at three, and I would trade back as well because you got your quarterback. That's what they should do. And and then it's Seattle at three. Now, if I'm Seattle, I would trade back, but that doesn't mean your league mate knows that. So I'm like, look, dude, they got the third overall pick. Chicago's probably taking Will Anderson from Alabama. I I mean, the Lions Lions are, are in that realm because of the Rams pick also, so they could easily get into that that quarterback realm as well, so. I could see it for sure. Yeah. So, you know, tra- trading back, but I mean, Gino's playing like a top five QB. He's actually playing he is, better than Lamar. You're putting more points in your lineup for the rest of the year. And then you can figure this shit out the end of next year. Yeah. So, so I, that, that's why, I, that's why I didn't say it's, Daniel Jones. You know, it's, it's why I didn't say guys like that. I wouldn't take Kyler Murray. I'll be honest. Uh, I think I think I still would, even though he's definitely got a lot more luggage, and and it's not. It's I not like that term. Luggage. It's, it's like not. Lu- it's not Louis Vuitton luggage either. It's it's not good. 
Is that is it that hard plastic luggage that yes. like you see at Goodwill that maybe your and the one wheel's had. bad? The one wheel's wobbling and it's, it's got squeaking. the grocery cart wheel. Yes, terrible. And, and and the the thing that you pull out so you can roll it, it's it's jammed in there. So it's you non-existent. Just carry it. Yeah, it's horrible. All right. Well, that that was uh, my Lamar Jackson tweet, and we're gonna call that good people meh tweets, and that's brought to you by our patron Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Check it out. Um, you know, it, it's good to, you know, I was asking how you were doing in leagues earlier. Yeah. And this is the part of the patron I love. I was, you know, DMing one-on-one with a patron named Daniel, you know, and he was asking for some start set advice. I, I got it right. So, you know, good, good, good things there. But we were talking and he was like, man, good luck to you. I was like, I've never had so many teams where I've been some combination of seven and five, six and six and five and seven, and a couple of good weeks and a couple of bad weeks could be the difference between making it in the playoffs in some leagues and, and not making it at all. Um, we did a ton of uh, start sit questions in the group chat today, as well as the bonus podcast I launched last week. And that's just a, a quick recap of everything that goes on over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone um we'll be filling you know dynasty orphans i mean no matter how good our patron is you're always going to have an orphan or two we'll be doing startups so if you're looking to get in while the getting's good head over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone i did have another i had another tweet that got a little bit more vitriol a little bit more anger jerry a little bit more um now, now you you've seen some of my tweets lately I did. It wasn't um, the I, Justin Fields two interception one. It, that it, one, that it, one's costing me in my redraft league. It, it, it was. Uh, uh, it wasn't the one that got me blocked by a couple of people. Oh. Um, some people don't find good good people bad. They miss the good people part. <laughs> to be honest, they're they're totally missing the good people. We're not saying you're an asshole. Yeah, sometimes. Right. But nine nine and a half out of ten times, it's like you're a good person. It was just a bad tweet. But uh, but anyway. I post because about about a month ago, about the middle of November, I posted that uh, you know, you never been a Ramondre Stevenson guy, but Damian Harris is a free agent, and, and I thought Ramondre, dude, and then I just watched him play the other night. You know, I don't always sit down and break down the tape of New England Patriot games, and then you saw the did, did you see the viral tweet of Mac Jones? No. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah I the, did. the, the run sucks. game fucking sucks. Throw the damn ball. And I was like, he's right. The run game does suck. And, and sometimes we confuse fantasy points with actually being good at football. Um, I think we forget that James Robinson was really good at football his rookie year. I think he was like the RB4 for fantasy points. And the Jacksonville Jaguars re- rewarded him by, dra- by drafting Travis Etienne and then subsequently trading him to the New York football Jets. So – um, just because you're putting up points doesn't mean you're going to be good for dynasty long term. So I was like, you know, I'm going to run this Ramondre, you know, Stevenson tweet back before the guys over at Fantasy Receipts come for me in about nine to 12 months. I mean, he's almost 25, which people were like, well, he's only 25. I'm like, but he's in year two. If he was if he was 25 and going into year four and had like or year five and had a good track record of success, okay. He's a below-average NFL athlete, and the QB says the run game sucks. And the minute that Damian Harris, like last week, before Damian Harris got hurt, Jerry, do you know who started the game? It was Damian Harris. It was Damian Harris. He had like the first three runs of the game. 
And, and then they wanted to question me on, well, he's a better athlete. And I'm like, well, I'm going to reference the good folks over at playerprofiler.com. That would include our boy Theo Griminger at the OG Fantasy. And he is in the 22nd percentile in the 40. That's below 50, right? That is a lot below 50. He is in the 48th percentile for speed score, below 50. Okay. Yeah. He is in the 12th percentile for burst score. Not good. Now, to his credit, he is, in the, 60, he is in the 69th nice percentile for agility score. Oh, and he is in the He is in the 13th percentile for bench press. Okay. So not That's strong. Jerry and algebra type grades. Good job. So, so he is, so by, by hearing those metrics, was I correct that he is a below average athlete at the running back position? The numbers say that he is. And they would. So just because he's, he's scoring fantasy points, um, Jerry, I was on Ramondre. I was off Ramondre, on, off, on, off, off. I'm off. I'm off Ramondre. Where are you at, Louis Stevenson? Are you a dynasty buy? Are you a dynasty sell? I have him again, patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. In my dynasty rankings, I have him as my RB23 in a startup. So I had people telling me he was top 12, top 10. They're they're lucky they didn't make good people bad tweets. But where do you have Ramondre Stevenson uh, in general if you don't have your rankings in front of you? Let me let me just take a little peek ski poo at sleeper because you know they have the little option where you can see where you where you have everybody. And I just searched for Mondre Stevenson, and I have probably 20-ish leagues on sleeper, and I don't have him anywhere. Uh, I don't care about Ramondre Stevenson. He is a wonderful guy to have if you have him in the short term. He is the Damian Pierce of the Northeast. I just, I, I, I don't see any long-term value in him. He is, he was not a great prospect coming in. He was the guy that wasn't one of the guys. So everybody on Twitter likes to say that he's going to be the guy, you know, everybody wants to be the one that doesn't say Jonathan Taylor is going to be really good or, you know, B. John Robinson's the next guy. They want that guy that not everybody is saying that about. So that way, when they hit, they can just twist their nipples and tell everybody that they're super smart and it's a great time. Ramondre Stevenson was that guy, and he has gotten enough work to justify it a little bit. At no point is he going to be a long-term dynasty asset, so I don't have him. I'm not trying to acquire him. I don't particularly care about him, but let me give you the little caveat that I also feel that way about all Patriots running backs. That's not a narrative that I ignore. It, it is... Is it a lazy narrative? Sure, it is. But I am a man of history. I got a very expensive piece of paper behind me that says, I love to learn about history. And history suggests Bill Belichick is not loyal to running backs, and he does not continuously help me with my goddamn fantasy teams about him. So I am going to trust that history, and I am not going to invest in Ramondre Stevenson. And Damian Harris is cheaper, and I don't trust him either, but he's cheaper, and people hate him. And I always go for the running backs that people hate. Thank you, Miles Sanders, and thank you, Josh Jacobs. I I think part of it is, is that people wanted to be wanted him to be a thing coming out of college. Uh -huh. He came out of Oklahoma. Uh, he wasn't a good athlete, not tremendously great. I mean, not dr great draft capital, better than James Robinson, 
but I think we're looking at like another James Robinson situation. To his credit, so if you take out weeks one and two, he didn't have a very good weeks one and two. So if you go weeks three through 13, he is the RB5 on the season. So that's pretty darn good. That's good. You know, considering that there are still several running backs from that window that haven't had their bye yet. You know, Aaron Jones is on bye next week. Jonathan Taylor, who's been hurt, is on bye. I mean, he he's by and large had a great season, but it feels very James Robinson-esque. Jerry, do you know who were big James Robinson guys? You are talking to him. I'm I, I'm I'm talking for one of them. Mm-hmm. I also was a big James Robinson guy, and I broke the I broke the cardinal rule. You know, no matter how hot you get at the blackjack table in Vegas, you can't win the casino. Their money will outlast your luck, and and that and well, I I, tr- I tried to win the table with James Robinson. You know how high was high. And uh, it was easy to buy back in. He came back in, had a great first couple of games off of the Achilles. Um, you know, what, what's the, I, I think it's, um, what, these hoes ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal indeed. And in this case, the hoes are these NFL GMs and head coaches. And they ain't loyal. And the Patriots could bring in a free agent. The free agent running back class is pretty awesome this year. Um, they could draft another running back. They could bring in some UDFAs. And, and the one, like Stevenson didn't have a very good game, except that he bailed himself out with like six catches for 20 yeah. yards the other night. I mean, that's been the story for the last probably three or four weeks with him. Is and we, it, it, and the, we play fantasy catches, football. It, yeah, which is true. But he's not doing much for football, football. No. You know, the, the, the Patriots are six and six. And I'm telling you, every time, go go watch the game. Go to ESPN, go look at the play-by-play. The first running back, when Damian Harris is active, who gets the first set of touches, it's Damian Harris. He's not going anywhere. Now, he is a free agent. He is often injured. But I I think this is your big sell sign. If you could get a first plus, for because you probably got him for a third in rookie drafts that year, late second, early third, that feels pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, I'll take any first for Ramondre Stevenson, but get, get the, the problem is the, good. The, the problem is the people that have Ramondre Stevenson are Ramondre Stevenson people. Well, what if you have Ramondre Stevenson and say, like, we just talked about how this has been a funky season where everybody's somewhere between five and seven and seven and five. Yeah. If you're in that window, are you ready? Like, maybe you lost Jimmy Garoppolo. Are you willing to go YOLO and just you know chuck him out there? And and just move him because like maybe you you lost two people. There are there are people listening to this podcast right now that had Lamar Jackson and Jimmy Garoppolo and Ramondre Stevenson, and their season is basically over. Yeah. So it's it's tough. Now, are are you selling? Would you take any first? Would you take what first would do? Mm-hmm, for sure, easily. I I would snap it. I mean, hey, listen. You want to talk about Mike Kinney in the chat? We got it on YouTube. Buffalo will be interesting next year with only James Cook and Hines under contract next year. James Cook is interesting, period. Now, granted, it took a little bit longer than I wanted him to show up, and I think that's true for you as well. But at some point, talent's going to hold out, and my man had an awesome game. And as a person that has a few shares of Devin Singletary and needed him because I got seven and five teams and six and six teams and I need to get get the playoff run, it sort of pissed me off, but it also warmed my heart to see – the James Cook do so well. Well, it took you to, it took you a minute to get where I wanted you to go, but you got there. 
The reason why I shared Mike's comment on the YouTube feed and you shared it on the podcast is A, Mike's a dog. He's our boy. We love Mike. And B, it just goes to show you, Devin Singletary has produced not quite to the level for a fantasy standpoint. Let's make sure we... He's been a Ramondre Stevenson-esque player. Just vanilla ice cream looking motherfucker when it comes to points. Let's let's delineate between fantasy and actual football. Devin Singletary has been doing a very similar role. Not quite the fantasy points that Ramondre's had in the PPR game this year. Yep. But what what did the Bills go out and do in the offseason? They used a second-round pick on James Cook. They traded for Naheem Hines. And it slowly it, – it took until week 13, but it's slowly starting to impact the overall production and value of Devin Singletary. And that's why I'm moving on. It happened to James Robinson with Travis Etienne. It's, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when it happens to Ramondre Stevenson. It's not necessarily that I'm anti-Ramondre. It's like I'm, anti, I'm anti-taking something that I got for a third-round rookie pick. I can get a first-round rookie pick for. I bet you, Jerry, I bet you if you were not contending, I bet you you could move Ramondre and probably get Kenny Pickett and a pick back. Not Kenny Pickett, excuse me, uh, the other stealer, Najee Harris. You could get Najee Harris and like a second back for Ramondre right now. God, that would just—that's gross. I, I, I hope no, I hope none of you would. I, I I'll just. So bet, I'm I'll, sure I'm sure it exists in the world. I just, I'll, I'll bet you a crisp it. George Washington. That's a one dollar <laughs> bill. I'll bet you that you could probably not have to add too much to Ramondre right now to get DeAndre Swift. I mean. These are the moves he, I'm, I'm looking he, to make. He had a little bit better of a week this week, so it might be a little tougher, but I hear you. I hear what you're saying, which All is right. gross. It, it's weird just because I don't value him anywhere near anybody, and I'm actually super down on Swift. He just doesn't get enough touches for me. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking my heart again. Um, this is why I love the patron. You know, I was chatting with one of our Aussie patrons, Pat, and we were talking the other day about, you know, uh, making a long-term play with one of his rosters, and the name that came up is DeAndre Swift. I was like, man, I'm trying to move him. He's like, me too, yeah. but Jesus Christ, I need him to have a game that, you know, can, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that, that can, you know, resuscitate his value a little bit. I was like, well, lucky for you, he was a Debbie darling. He came from a, a big time school. So he's always going to hold some value, but, but he's right. He's not lived up to expectations. No. And it's, I'm not it's against weird because him. he's been awesome. Like it, when he gets the ball, he does look good. He just doesn't get it enough. And he gets injured, so it's – I mean, it's a good decision. And Jamal Williams has been an absolute tank. So, you know, it, it's tough to justify giving him the ball more. Well, speaking of guys we're buying and selling, we got just a, a handful of minutes before we got to get off the air so the boys of the Dynasty War Zone can mm-hmm. jump on the uh, – War Games, excuse me, can jump on the air. Give me a sell. Give me one guy. Give me a buy or a sell. Uh, I'm going to give you a buy because I love him now. Because I lost Cooper Cup in one of my redraft leagues, and I thought my season was done, and I had picked up Christian Watson, and he has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, I think he's got like eight touchdowns in the last four games or something, which is just stupid. Now, that sort of efficiency is not going to last, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I, I liked him because of his spot when he got drafted. And it didn't turn out to be the way. And then all of a sudden, his snap share went from like 20% to 85%. And the touchdowns started ringing in. And Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. 
Yeah, I mean, he's under contract for a bazillion dollars in like four more years. And I can't imagine a team takes him. I mean, if the Lions want to take him for a year, maybe we'll take a little run at it. Huh? Huh? Randy? Okay. We're not going to do that. But um, I just, I, I, I like the, the kid's outlook. And it seems like he is having a great rapport with Aaron Rodgers. And even Jordan Love threw him the bomb. And he has had explosive plays. I don't want to say that this is going to keep up, but it at least shows that he's going to be fantasy relevant for another year or two, which is at this point, all I can ask for with this game, because this game does not give us 12 year superstars anymore. It seems like it seems like it is you get in while the getting's good and you get out while the, the once it starts to dip. So that, that would be my guy. And I know he's not your favorite guy, but has he started to groan on you a little bit? Or is he or is he an absolute smash sell, which is entirely plausible. And I wouldn't even be mad at you because he has been so bananas the last month. Well, g- give me the name again because it cut out. Uh, Christian some... Watson. Christian Watson. Oh, uh, Christian Watson's a, a stone cold buy for me. Okay. I mean, Here he, we I mean, go. He, Randall? He, he he's a stone cold buy. The pro the problem is I hate buying at the top of the market. What he, he's had true. he's had seven touchdowns in five games. Jordan Love, no problem. Run a reverse. But can I tell you a degenerate gambling story real quick? Okay, I'd love it. So, so today, uh, I'm in a I'm in a contest where I pick five games a week against the spread, and one of my games this week was the Packers laying four and a half. Now they're up, they're up one, they're up one and driving, and I'm like, this is going to suck. They're going to go down. They're going to kick a field goal. They're going to go up four. That nasty hook is going to get me. And all of a sudden, they run this most beautiful reverse with Kristen Watson and um, like forty-six yard touchdown. Oh my god! Did he yeah. he turned that corner? And I was like, they're not going to catch him. He has really come come into his own, and uh, I, I I think he's going to be this year's Amon Ra St. Brown. Remember, Amon Ra t- turned it on last year about a third of the way into the season, and all of a sudden he was this rookie who's just unstoppable. Mm-hmm. The difference is, is Amon Ra had Jared Goff, and this guy's got the got Aaron one of the top Rogers, maybe yeah. six quarterbacks of all time and, and Aaron Rodgers. So he's going to continue to smash. Now, I, I have two. Uh, okay. I, I had one. I, I thought of two. My long-term dynasty buy that I think you can get for for cheap, I think you could get it for a contender's first right now. Because we're we're just not giving this guy enough love because his teammates are outplaying him, and that's Devonta Smith has been absolutely on fire this year. Okay, like if if you take out Week One, now he had a donut in Week One, but if you take out just Week One, Weeks Two through Thirteen, he is the wide receiver sixteen on the season. Just, a, just an absolutely really good season. He continues to play well. Um, it, it's, it's crazy that you know you would think that oh it's Devonta Smith, but if you look on the season overall, because you have to include that goose egg in week run one, right, Jerry? Yep. You 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 take you take that game into account. He's the the wide receiver twenty one. But here's the thing: that's still ahead of Debo. That's still ahead of Mike Evans. Now Mike Evans has got a game to play, but you get my point. He's the kind of guy that if you offered a first-round contenders, like you're currently somewhere between 8, 9, 9, and 12 in your standings right now, you know, from the contender side, 
you're like one through five or six. Jerry, where does that put your pick at in a in a dynasty league if you finish in the back four? Uh, you would be a a champion or a contending champion. What I was looking for is, is you would have picks 109 through 112. And even in a super flex, what are you going to get with picks 109 through 112? Dart throws. More often than not, a 50-50 proposition. Especially in super flex this year, the QBs are going to go early. The running backs okay. are going to are go, I mean, Bijan yeah. Robinson's going to be you, up there you too. Didn't Bijan, no. So 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 all of a sudden at like 109, maybe it's Kayshawn Boutte. Um, you know, somewhere around there. I don't, I don't know that he lasts that long, but you get my point. Yeah. You can get a guy that maybe hits in the NFL in a one QB a couple of years ago in that 109, 110, 111 was a guy named Terrace Marshall. Ufa. Yeah. Go go offer the 110, the 109, whatever it is currently. Go get a guy that with uh, the addition of what Devonta Smith's been doing, maybe you can cause that to be the 112. Jerry, you know what the 112 is? That's the good one. That's the, that's one the good one. That's the one we all want our pick to be is the 112 because that means you won the league and you got some money. And I'll throw a bonus one that I gave the patrons two weeks ago. Okay. Shoot. Tyler Lockett. Now he okay. scored again. He scored again today. I'm telling you, we're 13 weeks into this Geno Smith experiment. It ain't a it ain't a fluke. It ain't going away. And Tyler, I don't know that you're getting him as cheap as you could have a couple of weeks ago. No. A couple yeah. of couple of weeks ago, I got him for a couple of thirds couple of thirds it's probably going to cost you at least a second now but if you're a contender we just talked about what the hell you get in a rookie draft at the 110 can you imagine what's left at the 210 and the Mm -hmm. 211 quit clutching those pearls you know what jerry we forgot just the tip just the dynasty tip that's my dynasty tip for you quit clutching your rookie picks like grandma's pearls okay you're like oh my god my fucking precious rookie picks why would i do without them look if it's not your first who gives a fuck Get it the fuck out of here. Go win a championship. You know, you're three weeks away. I actually said this in a, in a group chat we we're in the other day. We're, 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 we're literally five weeks away from all the things that we want to get. The title, the money, the everything. And you're sitting here worried about like some, some player that's not cracked your lineup all year. You're worried about your first. Last year in a league that Jerry and I ran, I went out and I traded my 20. 22 second for Corderell Patterson. You know what? I I won the league. So you, cool. You have the 212. I'll have $900 and a championship. I don't even know who you got, but I I know that I won getting $900 (laughs) and and a championship. Does that sound right? It sounds right. It makes sense. Tyler Lockett, I said it probably a month ago or six weeks ago or something, that he is easily the most disrespected wide receiver in this league because it, it, exactly what you said. Like, he is he is stupid productive. He's older, so he's, his age is always going to keep it down. And he's just – it's like he plays on Seattle and he's not DK Metcalf, so he is just the perfect vortex of just – things that people will ignore in dynasty. So I I'm cool with that. I think that, I think that's an awesome buy as far as Devonta Smith is um, concerned though. You got me on that one. I did not realize he had done as well as he did because I have been an anti Devonta Smith person. So I tend to agree with you. I owe that stat to my boy, uh, Jesse from the dynasty war games. He buffaloed me in a trade the other day where I sent Devonta Smith 
And then he posts that stat in the group chat, and I'm like, you dirty son of a bee. Because <laughs> I hadn't been using him. My team's really good. He'd been on my bench. He he sent me a running back and some picks because I don't have a lot. I was like, okay. And, and he's he's had some stinker games, so I, yeah, I get but, it. But, but, man, but when he hits, he hits. So Jesse got me good. But do you know who my number one dynasty wide receiver buy is? Who we got? You know who does know? The patrons over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty wars i'm telling you he's currently in the 30s he's currently in the 30s uh in fantasy points on the season but he is a guy that i absolutely love you need to go out and get him and you need to get your ass over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone. check it out uh it helps the show it, it pays for the streaming service it you know it, it, it keeps us on the air because uh you know the, the, this uh, podcasting shit ain't free, Jerry. No, and he just he hits you with a little, little anticipation there. What a what a true coxman he is. A radio a professional. Yep. I was gonna say cock tease. Is that no, a thing? No, 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 you're not, no. You're not that. Well, listen, we're right up against it. We gotta let our boys for, from the Dynasty War Games have the feed, have the stream. Uh, I want to thank Je- Jerry for bringing it to my attention because I could have done another solo show. But it's so good to see my man, the man of the hour, the man with the power. Make sure you cheer him on as he and Neil and Tyler go for Scott Fishbowl glory. You can follow this show everywhere, and we would really appreciate it if you do. Just search Dynasty Warzone. Not even everywhere. I'm lying to you. The big three. Give me the big three. Give me Apple. Give me Spotify. Give me YouTube. Just find those three. Subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review. Interact with the video, too, on, on YouTube. It means a ton to Jerry and I. Jerry, do you have anything before we get out of here? No, just I want to wish you all the best of luck this week because it is a stressful week for just about everybody that plays this game. And I hope all of your players get touchdowns and I hope all of their players fumble the ball away. And I'm going to re- I'm going to leave you with reiterating last week's just the dynasty tip. Now's the time. You're five weeks away. Go make that trade. All season long, I've been like, don't make the big trade. Don't make the big trade because the injury thing's not done. If you traded for Lamar before today, you'd be sad. Now is the time. If you want to make all all in, you want to go all in to win the money, win the cash, win the championship, and be the best in your league, now's the time. There's a dynasty tip. We had another dynasty tip. That man's name is Jerry Sinclair. Follow him at Jerry DWZ. Follow the show everywhere. Follow me at DWZ Memphis. And remember... Here at the Dynasty War Zone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll see you back here whenever Jerry's schedule will allow. We'll talk to you soon, guys. Thank you so much. Peace. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com, hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, this this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. 
game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.